Good morning and happy Monday! I'm Monica Wofford and this is your Monday Moment. This one may surprise you, but it's 10 things robots can't do. <laughs> this month's Monday Moments are focused on amplifying your humanity. The good news is there are a lot of skills, talents, and actions humans can make that robots or chatbots or automated phone tree people cannot. The bad news is that in light of all that glitters and the appeal of going all things robotic, the focus on people skills and how to deliver them is waning. Next week, we'll talk through how to develop and use your people skills even better. But this week, I wanted to share an article that I simply couldn't pass up. Written by Blake Morgan, the title of her article is 10 Things Robots Can't Do. Originally appearing on Forbes.com, it seemed incredibly timely and appropriate for reminding us that humanity, particularly yours, to the team you have the privilege of leading, still greatly matters and is needed. Here's her article. There's been a lot of hype about AI, robots, chatbots, and the like, and I admit I cover this topic. I speak on this topic as well, and I think it's an exciting time in technology, but I'm getting tired, Blake says, of the hype of artificial intelligence. While we talk up robots and AI, and there's nothing like being served by someone who seems to genuinely want to be serving, one reason we're so excited about robots, automation, and self-service technology is we've been trying to create space between brands and customers for years. Dealing with customers can be expensive, resource draining, and time consuming. The idea is how can we push as many people as possible through the same experience while keeping our operating costs as low as possible? But Blake says, let's have a straight talk about robots and automation. Would you want a robot giving you an important medical diagnosis? Would you want to go to a theater and watch a cast of robots in the performance? Number one thing a robot can't do is look you in the eye. Machines will not destroy man as long as we remember that machines are in service to mankind. Last night I was watching the film Hidden Figures. In the movie, the actor who plays astronaut John Glenn says regarding the IBM mainframe that shut out potentially incorrect trajectory information for his landing, you can't trust something you can't look in the eye. He's right. Would you trust something that can't interpret events, actions, or tones as much as a human? Machines are in service to us. It should always be that way. When we let technology loose without much management or interference from a human, it usually doesn't end well, Blake says. Number two, consider the feelings of the other person. If an interactive voice response program, a phone tree, could consider and interpret the feelings of customers on the other end of the phone, uh, the robot might malfunction in shock. Many people have thrown their phone on the ground. I have to admit I'm one of those. Tired of an IVR that doesn't understand what they, the customer, is requesting. Or the IVR doesn't offer what the customer requests. Customer service can be a messy business because you're dealing with human emotions. There's a gray area. As customer frustration and anger goes up, 
A human being should be able to gauge that, sincerely apologize, and offer some kind of appropriate service recovery. Service recovery means I'll give you X for your inconvenience. Robots can't consider feelings, genuinely, like a person can. Today, millions of companies settle for terrible IVR experiences, keeping their customers at bay, never realizing how many customers they lose overnight because of these hard-of-hearing robots. And the third thing robots can't do, make a person feel seen or heard. Now, sometimes working in customer service, Blake says, is like being a psychologist. She's not wrong. When a customer contacts you with a problem, the problem is not always the product or service. Life can be messy, and sometimes customers just want or need some attention. By giving customers the attention needy customers want, you're investing in a relationship with those customers. It's not always about selling something. Look at Zappos, whose longest call in the call center with the customer was longer than 10 hours. Zappos knows its call center staff is not purely in the business of helping people buy shoes. Number four, thing a robot can't do, feel empathy. When another person has been through something that you've been through, and you two can talk about it and share, there's nothing like it. Humans need and crave this connection. We were built to share and connect in this way. And the fifth thing is feel sympathy. If a robot tells you, I'm sorry for your trouble, I can imagine you must be very upset. That doesn't make you feel better, does it? No, of course not, because the robot is not being genuine. It's a robot, Blake says. There's no soul. Sixth thing a robot can't do. Make a person feel taken care of. The way a mother or grandmother, father or grandfather can make a person feel taken care of. Blake was recently in Melbourne for a conference sitting around a table with six other futurists. One of them said she was traveling in the UK and she went to a hotel at 11.30 p.m. that had no concierge. Only a kiosk to check in. She felt it was creepy. There was no one around to greet her. It was uncomfortable. She went to another hotel. After a long day of travel, it's nice to be greeted by a smile and some help. Robots can't take care of you in the same way your loved ones can, and they certainly can't replace them in the same way either. The seventh thing robots can't do is understand comedy and be good at comedy. Good comedy comes from pain, humiliation, and I might add, Monica, to this Blake article, the unexpected. All the good stuff you really can't fake. You acquire stories by going through awful stuff. Blake loves a good comedy show, and her favorite comedians can make her laugh no matter what's happening in life. A good stand-up set can fix almost anything. I wouldn't want to see a robot perform. It just wouldn't be the same. And the eighth thing a robot can't do is to establish trust with a person, the way another person is capable of establishing trust. We've talked about this in almost every section above. Trust is established by consistent good behavior from both parties. A robot doesn't have a moral compass. They just have a compass. There are many nuances to relationships that robots will never replicate in their relationships with humans. And number nine, be a critical thinker. 
be creative in the way the great minds of our time have been. Blake said she doesn't see a robot coming up with a start with why Simon Sinek type of idea or Brene Brown's work on vulnerability and shame. Uh, she wouldn't want to see a TED talk delivered by a robot, though it's not a bad idea. But I too don't see a robot writing a great movie like the documentary Icarus or Netflix original series such as Chelsea, Glow, or Ozark. Sounds like I have a new movie watch list. <laughs> and the last thing robots can't do, particularly in a hospital environment, is deliver bad news to you. If you had an MRI and were awaiting a diagnosis, would you want that diagnosis to come from an inhuman machine or robot? I certainly wouldn't. A good doctor that knows how to communicate in a direct but empathetic way can shape the entire patient experience. Would you want robots zooming around in a hospital doing all the surgeries and delivering diagnosis to patients? There's a human element, especially in dire situations, that can best be delivered by a person. Now here are a few other things, last things that robots can't do. Make great art, interpret great art, cook from the heart, or work from the heart. Blake says we're getting ahead of ourselves with our dystopian zombie apocalypse future view of the world. These days our world seems to get stranger and stranger and we could all benefit from returning to a story of humanity, of caring, for one another. A focusing a little less on money, perhaps? Let's step back and evaluate the use of artificial intelligence of the robot before we throw it at something we see as a problem. Until we lose our own humanity, robots will never completely replace us. Let's stop the hype cycle, says Blake. Now on that note, are you ready to take the Monday Moment Become a Better Leader Challenge? This week, your challenge, should you choose to accept it, is to consciously choose to practice those actions that differentiate you from a robot. It's been said that no one cares what you make, but they always care how you make them feel. Now, how do you leave those you lead feeling? say after a coaching session, a brief chat, or an important interaction with you, perhaps? Are you making eye contact, using empathy where appropriate, and demonstrating critical thinking? When you showcase how human you really are, and when you allow those you lead to see the days when your superhero cape has just plum fallen off, you make a connection. Now from connections stem loyalty, and from loyalty stems motivation, and from both stems future leadership. Robots and humans are different. Robots are great workers, while humans make great leaders. You're on your way, and you're ready to become that better leader by Monday. I'm Monica Walford, and that's your Monday Moment. Have a great week, and of course, stay contagious.